Welcome to the Experts Podcast, where we take you behind the scenes of what it really means to be in the media. Featuring interviews with media stable experts and some of Australia's prominent media. We'll break down some of the myths, the fears, the skills and the knowledge needed to succeed in the media. The Experts Podcast is for the business owner, communicator, PR professional, leader of industry or anyone looking to develop their profile to be a recognised expert. The Experts Podcast is powered by Media Stable. Welcome to another episode of the Experts Podcast. My name is Nick Hayes. Hi, I'm Carmen Braidwood. Hello, Carms. And uh, we're back in the classroom again. Yeah. And you know what? I'm really excited about this whole series because we've got a full list of them. Mm. And I think that any business owner or, or expert out there that is looking to engage the media... Is these are these little series are going to be great little lessons for them because it gives us a little chance to dive a little deeper into some of the things that we all know about in media that doesn't quite play out for experts. They sort of go, why do I keep falling over here? Yeah. Why can't I get that take up there? Why did that story run when this perfectly good one over here didn't? Yeah, it's those things that we get asked about. So we tried really hard here to think about the things that you're asking us and create content for you that answers those questions. So, for instance, I meet a lot of people who are innovators or inventors who've got a great product and it's it's got a really worthy mm. product and they put years and years of work into it usually. No one comes up with a product and puts it on the shelf overnight. It's a deeply personal thing that's probably got a bunch of investment behind it and I'll meet you at some networking drinks or a startup thing and and you'll say to me, well, how do I get in the media? Yeah. You know, and that is a pretty big question to answer. So we're going to help you with that today. We're going to help you with that today. So our whole theme today is how to get your product into print, media, websites, television, radio, how to get it in there without it being too obvious. Because the number one thing that they're going to say to us, isn't it, Calms, mm. is that you want to sell a product in my media, you go speak to the advertising department. You speak to an advertising executive because you're going to pay to play here. You're yeah. not going to get a free run in our media. Yeah, admittedly, as soon as the sales team, but also even the editorial team, so your producers, your journalists, as soon as they get a whiff that this is going to feel like an ad, the, the producers are going to be put off because they don't want to run content. Correct sounds directly like an ad, but then they're also going to get the sales team nipping at their heels. So you need to know the dynamic behind the scenes. If I, as a radio show host, was to say, yeah, sure, we'll just run this blatant ad and do an in-depth interview with this local person who invented this product, sure as hell, we're going to get the sales manager going, hey guys, that's revenue you've just cost us. That was probably $50,000 worth of advertising. You gave that person for free. Now they have an unrealistic expectation about what we can give them. Yeah. And, and we look, get in trouble. The media gets in trouble. So you understand this is a business, everyone. I know that you all know that. But the other big thing that comes out of Meet the Media, uh, a program that we obviously run across the country, is that most journos will say, and their best piece of advice when they do talk to any expert or any business that's out there, they just say, hey, if you've got a product to try and flog me, don't. Don't even bother. Yeah, don't start with that. Don't start with it because, yes, You've got a product to sell. Yes, you do are looking to make revenue. We're in business to do that. Mm. But we've got to find more creative ways 
to get our product through the door. Yeah, and to, that's it, turning it into more of a story correct. or turning the turning the product on its head, if you like, and saying, well, what's got us to this point? And where's the human element, as you always like to say? Yep. Is there something universally human? Is there a problem that you're solving? Well, everything has to be human here yeah. because if it's not, it's not going to work at all. No. So, And then most products, and we'll, we'll leave another episode for services to yeah. another day, but products themselves, are they solving a world problem, a human problem? Are Mm. they making someone's life better or easier or something along the lines that it's just, you know what, this little device, this little widget is going to do amazing things. Yeah, and I think that we can safely say if it truly is solving a worldwide problem, right, if you've got a product that helps people avoid falling asleep at the wheel, right, you're like, okay, I think there's an opportunity there to get that some editorial Road safety press. issue. Road safety. Yeah. This is this is a, an important community announcement. Yeah. We need this device in every single car. Yeah. And I think that, that, that something like that, so you've got that kind of worthiness. Mm. There's probably also other inventor angles. You'd probably be interested to hear who came up with the idea and why or, or, or get some stats, you know. So there's other news that you can kind of hang off of that story. I love the, I love the idea of stats and data that yeah. is not directly pitched at the very product itself. Mm. It might be industry-related. It might be something that is from the outskirts of where you're coming from, but we can bring it back to the product. And, and would you say in your experience, you know, doing what Media Stable does, like placing this content with various media, is that going to end up on a, what, in, in the newspaper? Is it going to be a, a current affair story? Where's it going to go? Well, it could go anywhere, really, when you yeah. think about it. And, I, and I'll, I'll use one example. There's a little uh, brand in uh, Perth, Western Australia called Mud Organics. Oh, yeah. Um, know uh, them well. Know them well. Beautiful. And done by uh, the three people that have, have come from different backgrounds to do it. Now, they've got so many different stories to tell that isn't just centred around Mud Organics, mm. the product. Okay, this product is amazing. It'll do some wonders for your skin. It'll clean out, clean your skin out and everything like that. And actually, we're talking about it right now. They're, they've well, actually managed to get themselves on this podcast. They have, <laughs> and, be- and I know what they do for their digital marketing, and it is their content that they've had in the papers, yes. right? So and and on news websites. So what you're getting, it's worth putting the effort in to figure out what those agencies want from you, because then you've got content that you can amplify for years. Correct. If you want to, and it's very powerful content. So where Mudder Organics has done very well is that they've identified their audience first and foremost. Mm. So they know where the people that buy their product are consuming media. Yeah, right. So they've needed to find an angle to get in there Mm -hmm. to communicate with them. Now, they've got some great stories. They've got great business stories. So their background, their backstories, as we like to refer to it, is where did they come from? Why did they create this? Mm. So what is their why and and how has it come to be? That's a great one. The other side of it is, um, you know, the the value that it actually brings to uh, the individual and okay. what, what problem it is solving. So is the problem that there's like too much toxic crap in other products? Well, or? that's one line. Or the other side of it is this, here's the health benefits and this is what some people and some case studies yep. of people that have experienced it 
are now using it. And that's great for particularly with um, lifestyle media. Yeah. Lifestyle media was is looking for that kind they of content. Are. But I have to point out, you know, if you're thinking or turning on the radio or turning on the TV and you're thinking, right, I'm going to get a sunrise interview or I'm going to get a breakfast show spot, I have to be honest, if my producer came to me with that, I'd be like, I just don't hear what's in it for us. Yep. What we're looking for on a breakfast radio show in particular, and a lot of you have to remember a lot of breakfast television runs a similar kind of ship. We're looking for similar kind of content. Um, I would have said, yeah, where's the novelty? We're yeah. looking for novelty or extremely good local. And I'll give you some examples. Love the local part. From when I was on a 96 FM's breakfast show, for instance, I know that we ran an interview with a lady called Renee Bunster, who out of her home yes. invented a sauce with extreme novel factor called <laughs> Shit the Bed Sauce, right? So hilarious name. That, and that, that would have fitted beautifully with on your our FM. Show. Yeah, exactly. Breakfast Just, show. We wanted to meet the chick behind that. She does <laughs> videos from her house talking about making the sauce. And it went bonter on Amazon, you know, right? So the the story was, of course, how this woman in the suburbs of Perth has gone bunter on Amazon. So we talked about Amazon and the phenomenon that is for everyday people to make a squillion in, in dollars, right? So there was that. But then the other side of the coin, you had your big corporates who managed to get, based on sheer novelty, novelty content into our shows. And I'm going to give you the example of any time Arnott's said, yeah, here's the license to our biscuit, go make it into a cake. Wow. Or here's the license to another biscuit, let's make an ice cream out of that, right? We did. We talked about that stuff. It was just obvious. It's like a no-brainer. Yeah. And most radio and TV shows are probably going to do that stuff. So can you – I don't know. Is it a collaboration opportunity for other products? Could you seize that kind of thing? That's a really good move. But mm. what all that still comes down to is that we've got to be far more creative. Yes. We have to work together. And I think, you know, for anyone that's out there, you've got to actually – Get your people just to sit down over a cup of tea, yeah. cup of coffee, glass of wine if you have what that way inclined, and think about different ways to throw the story around because what you see is the most obvious product sell or the way that we would generally take it to market. It's got to be the almost complete flip of that. Yeah, and this has reminded me of all kinds of collaborations over the years with West Australian brands who managed to get tons and tons of mentions on radio because they were prepared to name a pie after the breakfast show or a pizza <laughs> after the breakfast show. So there are things like that. And the other one that comes to mind is, you know, again, because of novelty, like Vegemite chocolate. So they're the kinds of things that I, I, I have seen work. Um, ice cream that's got a sudden new flavour. Like locally, again, I think Fish and Chips teamed up with the ice cream shop. They're all owned by the same people, pretty yep. sure. Kalis family from this is all years and years ago for me, but the Kalis family put fish and chip flavor ice cream into Simo's ice cream stores. Love it! Bang! Of course we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Right. So sheer novelty is definitely your friend if you want a product into the media. Maybe you can find a novel element, or much like the Bunsters story, can you find a success story? That is very relatable. Can you find a person in your ranks who's going to make great talent on radio and TV? Another one we've had on the podcast, Calms, is Claire Orange and her yep. Digi Social product. Now, she is selling a product. Uh, oh, it's is, like it's an app, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's a product. It's an app. It's a, a, a an app that helps you as a parent navigate through mm. uh, social media and the and the teaching and the responsibility around social media. But you know, Claire doesn't just jump on the on the media and say, "Here, I'm here to present this app." 
I'm looking at all the other big issues that are going around mm. and, you know, things like violence in social media, um, un, you know, uh, uh, well, uh, scenes and visual, visuals that uh, kids just shouldn't get access yeah. to. Uh, she's working and talking through that as both a parenting expert but also, too, as the owner of a business that is looking to help and protect. She's come up with a solution. Yeah. So it's not necessarily going out to sell the product. No. What she is actually doing is helping parents uh, work through the very issues that they're facing each day. And you've got to remember, a win for Claire is getting media for Claire and then attracting people to her product as a sideline. A, a loss to her would be to answer every question with just buy my app. Yeah. Okay, you've really got to be careful about that. You can't bring everything back. You've got to deliver value during the actual engagement with the media. So here's a couple of quick tips. I'm just going to roll through a couple of quick mm-hmm. tips around when you're trying to put a product up there uh, as the owner of that product or even service to a degree. Uh, be mindful that that is going to be the last thing that you're going to refer to mm. out of all of these things. So yeah. it's about an issue. It's a problem. You might want a news jack, something that is going on during the day, the week, the month, and mm-hmm. find a way to angle your product into the story and where it might be because it will always come back. The media will always sort of ask the question, well, how do we deal with this? How do we work with mm. this? What's your advice? Yeah. Well, I can speak from my own personal uh, experience and that's why we created the product or we did this. That's the great question that you get asked because you didn't slam it in front of a producer or a journalist's face that you're here just to sell a product. And you could really knock it out of the park with a home run. This is another thing I picked up at Meet the Media is if you offer up a case study. So Correct. if you've got someone who's using your product to great effect, you can say, okay, well, here they are and they are prepared to talk to you, you know, and, and do the work to get those people media trained so they're ready to answer the journo's questions in a way that's going to be favourable for your product. Now, we should say from the beginning here, Carms, and we're, we're, we're well into this podcast, is that this is not easy. This is not easy. This is elevated stuff, you guys. Oh, this is top-notch stuff. So there's a couple of other pieces of advice I would give you. Find someone, a creative, someone who can actually talk you through a few of their ideas and also to look for those newsworthy angles mm. that are there. Now, that might come from a good PR. It might come from the good people at Media Stable. Thank you, Media Stable. But it <laughs> might also come, oh, look at that, a bit of product promotion. But uh, <laughs> it might come from someone who is a journalist or, or even a producer that sitting there going, you know what, I I know where you're going with this. And media doesn't like to be conned or sold to. What they want is a good, newsworthy, educational, entertaining pitch that their audience is going to appreciate. And that is simply it. Yeah, and so by thinking like them, you're going to have more success. And you're right, it's good to spitball that idea with somebody. What you could also do is test it. From my point of view, if I was working with you, I'd be saying, well, let's make some social media content and see what people think of this. Yes. You know, and then you're starting to get an idea about how engaging your angle really is. You know, if you're going in thinking, right, my whole angle is that I'm a, a mum who got cancer once, recovered, used this product and it really helped and, and no one really bites at the story because you're not delivering it the right way, well, maybe we need to look at it differently. Oh, God, I think there was a story like that just a couple of years ago that was all fake too, wasn't it? Oh, wow. Good point. Okay, so we're a bit wary of things like that. You've got to be careful. You've really got to be careful because I think – and 
I think you've also got to assume at the other end of the line, whether it be an email, a phone call, that the media are very switched on to this. Mm. They know. And I'm not, I'm not asking us to be deceitful here. I think what I'm trying to get everyone to, to really do, and by deceitful I mean let's try to con the media no. into promoting our product. Mm. I'm trying to look at angles and go, you know what, if we want to get it into the news cycle or we wanted to get into the media cycle – we need to act and perform like the media. Yeah. We need to find what they and their audience is going to enjoy. And if there is a result that our product might get a run, Mm-mm. awesome. Yeah. You know, and, I, and, I, and, I, and there's another cu- couple of quick little things to do. You know, you want your product to be innovative. innovative. Mm. It has to be brand new. It has to be even Australian first. If you can say that at the front of this is solving the product or the problem mm. um, and it's locally made here in Western Australia or if you're listening in Victoria, in yeah. Sydney, uh, local business person um, saw the problem, bring the case studies together, you will get there. And maybe when you start to think about the problem you're solving, broaden it out a bit more than what you've done when you've come up with your strategy to sell your product yourself because you're going to be far more niche Yep. and you're going to talk directly about what your product solves, but maybe you need to think about more what you solve as an expert yep. in the media and then your product comes in a little bit later. I hope that makes sense. It does make mm. perfect sense, Carmen. And, and the, but here's the big question you've got to ask yourself, is this all worth it? Because there is a lot of time, a lot of energy that goes into creating these concepts and they might just fall flat on their face yeah. every single time. Because I can tell you this one thing now, if you go to a PR person and they'll say, we'll get you in here, here, here and here, I, they, they are actually lying to you in front of your face. Can't guarantee that. There is no guarantees in any decision. of this. Yeah. Um, but what there is, a good creative and a good person, a, a person that knows communications, knows the media cycle, will sort of envisage where it could potentially sit and then see if it rolls out. Just thought of another thing, product drops. What do we think of product dr- drops these days? Well, you're, you were a benefactor of oh, that for definitely. many definitely. <laughs> Had so many coffees and food and so much stuff <laughs> dropped off at the station, books dropped off at the uh, station. Can I just say, if you're a, an author out there, don't just be very mindful about book drop-offs yeah. because I can guarantee you where they'll end up in that yellow bin, yeah. recycle bin, uh, before they even get to the desk of You'll the person. You'll burn a lot of content. You know, you, you've missed this opportunity to engage. You know, you, it's really more about, hey, I'm the story. Yep. Um, if you're interested, I'd love to provide you a copy of my book so we can talk more right. about it. But don't just waste it by just sending a book direct out. And and don't expect that just because you've sent six coffees to a, a breakfast show <laughs> that you're going to get a mention. It's just uh, not necessarily the it, case. Look, it's it's the cheapest form of media and PR mm. to do a product drop because any any – presenter that and particularly if it's a donut or something oh, or they're hungry at and they're hungry time. and they're going this yeah. is fantastic because they'll only encourage them to do it more often you do gain about 10 to 20 <laughs> kilos doing any breakfast radio show in my experience but yeah. it's a smart way to get a free plug yeah. well relatively free plug but that's what it all comes down to. Is it worth it? Because yeah. it's a lot of time and energy required. And you'll note that over the, the time that we've done the Experts podcast, particularly from the creatives and the digital marketers, it's not just we've got a product to sell, how are we going to do it? There's a lot of strategy behind. Mm. There's a lot of deep thinking around what uh, we can do that's unique and different around any other pitch that's been there. If you're pushing out the same old pitch every year, mm. you know, year in, year out, you know, oh, 
it gets boring. Yeah, and it gets boring for the for the actual presenters and the media too. They're like, I can't think of another way to integrate yeah. your cool product into my show. I really appreciate the gift, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, ah, oh, you need to do some of the work for me here. You know, you better come up with a story because I don't know a story just because you gave it to me for free. You know, and a lot of people in the media will talk about this, like getting stuff for free doesn't mean you deserve a plug or content on their show or on their social media. Well, it's you also know, we get disclosures. a lot of stuff for free. <laughs> yeah, and you've got to yeah. disclose if they're mm. actually a sponsor of yours. Yeah. So for a lot, and yeah. that, that loses a little bit of credibility, it? you know, when the presenter's always constantly referring to Mercedes mm. or to Audi, yeah. and then you find out that, oh, hang on, they've got a free Audi sitting in the yeah. car park downstairs. Mm. Uh, you know, that's why they're constantly saying it. Exactly. They're not really saying because they love the brand. They're not actually saying because they're just anymore. getting paid to do it. It's, a, it's an interesting thing and I think cash for comments back about 15, 20 years ago mm. really caused a, a major uh, flurry of real disclosure, who's who's paying for what. Yeah. And that also too is that, you know, we can see in advertorial, it's not that it's a bad thing uh, for products. Mm. It might be that you just have to pay for it. Yeah, go with advertorial. Yeah. And get that opportunity to really talk about why you put those ingredients over these ingredients in that product. If you really deeply care about what's in your product and you need your audience to know that to get them over the line, why not pay for it? Well, it's not a bad thing and that's how media does work is that if, you, if you've if you got a product that just doesn't naturally jump up at that newsworthy angle mm. or newsjacking opportunity, you're just going to have to pay for it and that's not a bad thing. Well, because the other thing that will do will allow you to exclude any competition yeah. whereas if you go for editorial, you will probably be batted up in a comparison style story. Think of those supermarkets market kind of like you know, we'll do the Aldi, we'll do the Coles, we'll do the Woolies, we'll do the shop and we'll decide which one is best. You have to throw yourself in there, don't you? Yeah, you do. Look, we've got to, we've got to wrap this up. But a quick Keep review, going. a quick review, a quick review of what we've just discussed. Okay, good Look, luck. Well, well I, I think that it's really important if you've got a product that you don't just try and hit the media with it with a four by four yeah. in the face. It's not going to work. You've got to find a different angle to come from. Be very creative, and I mean very creative, and and that is getting help from outside to make your product um, stand out or find other avenues for it to get into the earned media space. Mm. Yeah. Advertorial's not a bad thing. At the not end of the day, word. you know no. what? It's not a dirty word and sometimes you just got to have to do it because I can I can assure you any PR that's listening to this right now knows how difficult it is to get a product in media. Yeah. I mean, unless this thing is solving cancer or, you know, curing cancer and and making people's lives that 10,000 times better, it's just not going to naturally, you know, be a, a piece on uh, Sunrise not or the Today the show. No. It's got to have some sort of X factor behind it. Yeah, which might be something incredibly novel, in which case you might hear that you'll get the calls. You know, if yep. you've suddenly sold something overnight on Amazon, it's gone crazy. And I'm not saying just top of all health products. It needs to be top of all products. Yep. You know, it needs to be big and it needs to have a local angle or it needs a novel angle or it needs some seriously cool talent behind it. You know, then you might get the phone ringing. Yeah. But really... You can't start the sentence with, I'm the inventor of this thing <laughs> and I want to be on your show. And here's the number to the uh, advertising executive <laughs> that you can call and uh, let them, tell them all about it because we're not going to run it here. Mm. Oh, some great things there. And look, if you, if you have any questions, if you have any doubts, reach out to us because we actually do know this pretty well, mm. you and I, Carms. Um, but look, don't. 
be persistent with it, but also to know full well that getting a product into media is probably one of the most difficult things to do yeah. um, because it just won't happen easily. But with a bit of creativity and finding that uh, audience that fits and that storytelling side of it that you can uh, take to that media, you're going to have greater success. Yeah, you think about it. Some of the world's biggest brands find it very difficult, even with their budget, to get their products into media. So don't be discouraged if you have a few uh, few rough spots. The classroom bell's about to go. Uh, what's in your play lunch today? Oh, I've got a Vegemite sandwich. Oh, oh whoops. I've Product in the show. Just got an apple, but that uh, could be any <laughs> kind of apple. Hey, thanks for your company. I hope you enjoyed this lesson. If you did enjoy, reach out to Carms and I. We're both on Instagram. And uh, and also, to send through your question or even your challenges. You might have a product there that you want to challenge us to see, hey, how do you think this could go flying idea. in? And yeah. uh, we'll see what we can do for you. But we look forward to seeing you back in the classroom. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to The Experts Podcast, powered by Media Stable. If you'd like to get in contact with the team, head to mediastable.com.au.